that rolled up on his, uh, uh, you know, surgically repaired foot, and um, just caution and precaution, and just wanted to make sure he was, and will be 100% moving forward. So we just was more precautionary in that game than anything else. So is he not, he's not in a boot or anything? No, like that? no, he's nothing, nothing like that. He was, he was good. Got his treatment today, and you know, and it's more to sometimes peace of mind mm -hmm. with players, especially coming off of a, a repair, you know, like that. Um, you know, just rest their minds a little bit that everything's going to be okay moving forward. Was there, a part, Go ahead. was there a part in that game yesterday that you thought about putting him back in? Seriously? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, we have that discussion right away. You know, um, they took him in the dressing room, checked him out. Uh, I think they even tweaked some shoes and different things, you know, to see. And then once he came back out, you know, it was just a matter of just having conversations with him. You think about putting him back in. But at that time, we knew probably not the best thing, you know, for him as a player and his health. So just made the decision to keep him keep him out of the game. Would we call it, I'm sorry, one more spinner. Sure. Are we just calling a sprained ankle? Is that sort of what you guys It's about that? what it is, sprained foot, okay. you know, yeah. So just to be clear, it's a different type of injury than the Liz Frank? Yeah, no, it's totally different. Okay. It, it, it's more of a sprained foot than it is okay. on that Liz Frank, and yeah. Do you think Darrell will be ready this week? I mean, we got to get him, we got to get him some, you know, some, Touches this week in practice. We got to get him caught up. You know, we spend these next couple of days, you know, meeting with him and, and getting him going. So, um, I think it's possible that uh, you know, uh, obviously work him in in practice, but you know, could be a player that we might need, you know, for the game. How's that surface at Detroit? As, as artificial surfaces go, is it is it a hard one to run on sometimes? I, you know, I haven't been there. It's been a while since I've been there. Um, I, I remember the last time we were there was it was pretty good. You know, it was a really good surface to run on. Um, so you know, I would anticipate nothing really being out of the ordinary. You know, with that. Going with three safeties yesterday was that more of a matchup thing, or is that something you're going to kind of keep doing going? Forward? I mean, it's you know, you kind of do that with uh, teams. You know, that that get into their 22 personnel and bigger bigger personnel groups, 13 personnel, things like that. Um, you know, it's something that we see three safety looks, you know, sometimes against our offense, you know, when we get in certain personnel groups. But, you know, it's kind of a week-to-week -week package, you know, for, for the defense. After taking some time to kind of review yesterday's game, how good was Trevor Lawrence's performance? He played well. You know, he played tough, um, played smart, took care of the football, uh, other than the one, you know, strip sack there at the end, towards the end, late in the fourth quarter. But... I thought, man, I thought he played uh, played really well. Made some made some really big throws. Uh, took a step in the right direction, you know. As I mentioned after the game, and um, great for his confidence, you know. Obviously, a win like that uh, and the way we won, um, I think, can just build more confidence within the team. How big is that final drive for his confidence moving forward? I mean, you guys have been in that situation, but to really put it all together that way. Yeah, I think it's been. Eight times, I think, this season that we've been in that situation, you know, um, and it's just good. It's good for the whole team to be able to finish the game, right? I mean, we talked about that during the week. You talk about it all the time, but just learning how to finish, learning how to win a game, um, uh, just goes a long way for everybody's confidence. Does Luke Forder's fumble recovery kind of get lost in the euphoria of all that? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a huge play. You, you lose the ball there. The game's game's probably over. But great great awareness by him to be on there. You know, be on point and get on that football, and then you know, be able to keep us on the field at that time was was big.
you mentioned that some yesterday, but what can you say about the offensive line, just how they performed? They played good. Um, you know, we'd like to get more out of the run game, but you're playing a, a really good run defense, you know, and, and um, sometimes you have to do what works and throwing the football, you know, yesterday was, was the deal. But um, I thought I thought watching it today, those guys, you know, not perfect, but at the same time they, they battled, you know, and, and, and really kept the pocket clean, you know, for Trevor. Um, and and did some did some nice things. This is a it's a talented group, you know, as we've talked about, you know, uh, Baltimore is and they uh, they can present some some problems. You know, their linebackers are active and uh, thought our old line did a did a nice job kinda of handling that. What did you think about Chad and Devin, how they kinda of played their independent roles? Um, Chad did well, you know, first time. Uh, didn't think the game was too big, you know, for him. He really settled in and uh, you could see the communication getting lined up, you know, all of that, you know, and then when Devin came in, you know, with the three backer look, you know, Devin was good. Devin was fine. So, you know, um, I think right now it's uh, something that we can continue to, you know, build upon with, with both those players. Well, yeah, he had a big day. Do you think the change next to him really allowed him to kind of go out there and play a little bit freer? I, I think it's possible, you know. Um, I also think that, you know, you know, Mike did a nice job of just simplifying some things, you know, defensively, so the guys can can play freer too. You know, there's not as many moving parts, you know, out there on defense, and and uh, you know, the guys really just settled into their roles, you know. But uh, you know, I think having having Chad there, you know, um, did maybe kind of calm some things down, you know, for for Foyer to to free him up on on some plays, and, and he played. He played aggressive. He played downhill. I made some. Uh, it's great on that fourth fourth down stop, you know, there in the game. So, all of that with a little bit of the simplification, you know, helps helps the whole group. Playing as many guys as you did on defense yesterday, just between the three safeties, three linebackers, and uh, Buster and uh, Campbell at cornerback. What does that say about how those guys were really prepared and how they were all ready to go? Yeah, I mean that's that's just it. You know, we. You know, you carry 53 for the week, and then you got to come come up with five guys that have to be down each week, and then it just depends on the team you're playing and the matchups, right? And and then giving guys opportunities to play, you know. And, and it was really good to see, you know, between between uh, you know Buster and, and and Campbell, wasn't a lot of action their way, but uh, but for the most part they they played within themselves and and did what they were asked to do, which is good, you know. And and then. You know, having the three linebackers, which is something new, you know, for us this year. But against, again, against this type of type of offense, you got to have that kind of stuff, and it just helps with the growth of, you know, the players and the kind of the growth of the defense. Yesterday was a big win. How important is it to follow up on that moving forward? You know, I think it's I think it's big. It's you know, this is a it's a week to week business. Um, Short term memory. You know, uh, you come in Monday and. And you watch it, and you make the corrections, and you, and you put it to rest, and you're on to the next. You know, and and it's it's uh, you know you just gotta you gotta erase you know kind of what you did last week. Uh, remember, I think, but at the same time, you gotta move forward, and and you gotta approach this, you know, uh, independently of, of last week. It's another another set of challenges, you know, for the team, and you gotta go on the road. You gotta do it again. You're gonna be in a dome loud this team is you know they've won here lately and and uh you know they're they're playing playing much better as well so you know it's another another good challenge for us yeah last four minutes 
a lot of emotional ups and downs when you take and leave and then come back hitting the big play and then the touchdown to Marvin. The two, while it's being reviewed, the two-point conversion and Tucker having that chance at the end. Is it a mark of a rapidly maturing team that they didn't get two up or two down? They kind of kind of stayed on an even keel and did what was necessary. I, I think it's a step in the right direction, you know. And I do think that, you know, even I, you know your team kind of feeds off the coaches too, right? And, and if there's panic on the sideline from us, the players are going to feel that and, and understand that. If there's anxiety, if there's that excitement as to what are we going to do, decision making, but. That's one of the things that I've been, you know, impressed with our staff is just in, in moments of what seemed like chaos, right, on the field, there's a lot of calm. And I think the players feel that, and we kind of coach through that. And so the guys understand it. And that, and that again, it is a step in the right direction of understanding, you know, the situation. Um, offensively, we had to, you know, we had to make decisions whether it was going to be second goal from the 10 or it was going to be a two-point conversion. So we have – two different scenarios working. But fortunately, we had time, you know, as you mentioned, uh, as they reviewed that play, and, and uh, the guys guys handled it well. And you, your coaching staff, you start with you. There's not a whole lot of body language on the sidelines in reaction to something adverse going on out there. And, I mean, I know some coaches are more emotional than others and everything, but do you make a concerted effort to talk to your coaches if, you know, from the day you took over to now, to project that calmness, so the players stay calm. Is that? Yeah. No. I listen. I I learned that a long time ago uh, as a young coach in this business. That and I learned it really as a player too. Is you never you never try not to wear your emotions on your sleeve. You know, you don't let your opponent kind of see you sweat or or upset. And you know, cooler heads prevail. And. Um, you know, it's just it, it, it's it's something that I try to teach the staff. Obviously, we, we we teach it to the players, and you know, and and really the only way you get through things like that is to have great communication. And the communication just doesn't start on game day; it starts throughout the week and, and being prepared for these scenarios and and um, you know understanding those situations and how much time is left, timeouts, score, what do we need, field goal, touchdown, all that kind of stuff, two point to win. You know, all those things are rehearsed during the week, and 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 so for us as a staff, there's there's no calm. It's more about just the communication and and um, you know understanding what we're trying to get done. And who, have you ever slammed a head headset or a, your visor? Mm, you no, I don't. I, I don't think so. They probably find me. Those things are expensive. For you yesterday, I mean, as a franchise that wins those games, the Ravens. It's, it's, I tell you, we, you know, it's one of the things we talked to our team a little bit about this past week, too, is, you know, the culture that Coach Harbaugh has established there, you know, for so many years and how they've built that team. And, and there's a true identity, you know, with that team. And, and uh, they know exactly who they are. And, um, you know, we're, we're trying to get all that established here, right? And, and, and learn, and you know this—that's a well, well-coached team, the disciplined group. You know that's the type of game that you know, chances are they they pull that game out, you know, and win that game. So, um, just a credit to our guys, you know, for hanging in there, 60-minute football game, battling to the end. Um, but I, I, 
I'll say this, that it's, you know, looking at Baltimore and, and again, what Coach Harbaugh has established there is, is kind of a model, I think, to, to what, you know, from a culture standpoint, what we're trying to get done here. You don't like talking to us after games or whatever, which I get, but, like, you seem really drained after yesterday's game. Was Did that one take a little more out of you than the other ones did? No? It just goes back to his point. It's like I'm not going to show my emotions, you know, in a press conference. <laughs> right? There you go. Yeah. The confidence level in this locker room, you can talk about how much a win like that can build the confidence, but it seems like the, even throughout the struggles this season, the confidence level in this group has been taking a step up each week, even after some of the losses. And your experience as a coach, is that strange? Is that just what you've seen from the team? Or, and is that encouraging? It, it's, it's a strange year for us. Um, you know, it, it, you look at seven losses, you know, in, in uh, what, six of those are one-score games. And then, you know, this is a one-score game, two-point to win, you know, but you look at a lot of different things and you're thinking, wow, this this should be different, right? I mean, y you have a receiver that goes for 145 yards but no touchdowns. You know I mean? It's like that's kind of strange, right? Typically a guy has at least a touchdown or two, um, two-point conversion. But, you, you know, it's, it's, it's that's that oddity. Right of all, of all of that and and um, but you know what we just uh, guys just I'm just amazed by the by the guys you know how they regardless of what happens the outcome they're either they're either happy or they're they're mad um, but they learn to put it behind them and, and get focused you know on the next next challenge and that's what I've seen and that's what's encouraging as we move forward and then you have a win like we did yesterday can only enhance the process. Does that let you know you have the right core in place? It does. It does. You got the right leadership. You got the right guys. You got the right coaches. Um, you know, you got a lot of support within the organization, and and um, that that can can you know again set you on a path, you know, that you hope leads to more of those. Uh, Cincinnati did you guys a little bit of a favor by beating Tennessee, so now. Instead of four back, you know, it, it, it's you win, they beat the Titans, and you get to play them twice. So is that what you mean when you say your opportunities are out there in front of you still? Exactly, exactly. Um, everybody in our division is chasing Tennessee. You know, it's a good football team. Coach Vrabel has them playing well. Cincinnati had a good game plan yesterday, beat them. But you know, it's a that's a it's a good football team. But we know what's ahead of us. We've got some really good teams, you know, uh, on our schedule ahead of us that are all playoff caliber teams that, you know, in order for us to be there at the end, we've, you know, we've just got to continue to prepare, you know, the way we've done that. And, you know, it, it's, this is the next one, you know, Detroit this week and um, we'll worry about Tennessee, you know, next week and, and move on from there. But it's, it's all part of that, part of that plan. Before the season, Ethan Waugh said that you know, when you, a team's before they get good, maybe before the wins happen, there's a different vibe in the hallways, a different vibe around the team where guys start to get the understanding that you're a pretty good football team. I mean, throughout this season, have you are you starting to kind of get that feel? Maybe okay, we we've got that. It just hadn't clicked yet. Yeah, I think the guys have believed all along that they're a good football team. You know, it's just one little thing here or there that's. Uh, you know, kept us from winning some of these some of these games, um, but I believe they believe in themselves. They believe they're a good football team. 
I don't, you know, I, I remind them of that, right? But I don't have to remind them all the time. They believe that. Um, yesterday was a great example. The excitement on the sideline, the enthusiasm on the sideline, you know, there at the end is, uh, you know, it's just what you want, you know, and, and uh, it's something, again, that can, that can propel you, you know, uh, the rest of the year. Barring any kind of setback, would you expect Travis to be able to play Sunday or no? No, I, th I think so. Yeah, I think so. Barring anything crazy this week, but yeah, I think he'll he'll be fine and, and be ready to go. Good. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Doug. All right, guys. I know that you didn't disagree when I.